Broadcasting live from our Columbia, Maryland headquarters, they are founders of Hard Money Bankers, REI360, and are international bestsellers with their book, The Whiteboard. Here are Jason Balin and Chris Haddon. Hey everyone, Chris Haddon, Jason Balin, co-founders of hardmoneybankers.com and REI360.net, doing our show here from our uh, office and studio in Columbia, Maryland, also prepping for our meetup group going on tonight, not far away in Columbia, Maryland. So if you're checking this out and you're thinking about coming, please do go to meetup.com and search real estate investing incubator. Tonight and today on the show, we're talking about social media for real estate. Now, in this day and age, almost everyone is impacted by social media in their personal lives, in their business. There are certain people who just don't do any of it and that's okay. But for most people, they are involved and there's different platforms and they're changing. And it's, it's really worthwhile to check in on sure. what's going on on different platforms. How can it affect your business? Because these things do change almost daily, right? That's right. Um, so, a couple things. Um, we're gonna break down some of the different platforms, what we see working, not so much, and the different ways that people can use it and tailor it to themselves, right? That's right. Um, well, especially real estate, it, people in the real estate industry because depending on what industry you're in, there's a lot of different social networking and a lot of different platforms out there um, and the demos of it, of it changes. But I think we've kind of dialed in from our personal use and from some of our clients' use of exactly some of the best ones you know, to stick with. What would you say are the top, the top uh, platforms well, for people in real estate? Facebook's number one by far. The demo, yeah, it, right. you know, a little bit older demo, it's not like 16-year-old Snapchatting. There's not that many 16-year-olds that you're going to sell a property to if you're a real estate agent or you're going to buy a property from if you're a real estate investor. Um, so the Facebook demo is great. It gives you a lot of flexibility. Uh, we spend a lot of our content resources like we're doing right now, Facebook Live, things like that, right. directly on Facebook because we're able to get a lot of eyeballs and the right eyeballs of the, you know, the right age bracket, uh, the, the right demo, a little bit sophisticated. You know, mm -hmm. there, there, there's business to be had just just the very minimum doing the bare bones on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna reiterate something that you said before because that's a, probably the right place to start is just think of your, your demo, your avatar, your ideal client, who you wanna speak to in, in business when you're making content or doing posts or whatever, <clears throat> and think about where they spend their time yeah. online, online. For a lot of people it will be, it will be Facebook and then some other things coming along like Instagram and Snapchat. Like the, even if people are a little bit younger than your ideal client right now, they're getting older. They're moving yeah. in that direction. So like, you know, it, 20 year olds on Snapchat now are gonna be 25 year olds in the market to do whatever in five years. Sure, and also I think it depends on what, what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if you're a real estate agent, do you use your personal page? Do you use a business page that right. represents your your co your company or or your brand you know obviously you you want to brand yourself but real estate agents are one group in particular in particular that sometimes maybe they don't need a business page maybe they can just use their personal page no. to, you know to, to to brand their operation yeah. I, I would say that real estate agents unless you're huge and real estate investors unless you're huge can get away with just a personal Facebook page I don't think you need to mess with the business I mean there's certain drawbacks like you can't you can't run ads you can't pay to boost posts but you're gonna get a lot better organic reach you're going to be you're, in, you're going to be in front of your contacts a lot better with just a free post on a personal page than you would on a business page. So for most people, I don't think they even need to. Yeah, yeah, I think a real easy determining factor is if you should use your personal page or a business page is if your friends, uh, people that you're you're associated with, uh, I guess friends on Facebook, uh, 
are your target demo or your, or your clientele's. Like for instance, if you're a real estate agent, are you selling houses to your friends and family members, uh, to other associates that are on there? But let's say you're a real estate agent and you're a new real estate agent in California, but your whole sphere and all your friends are in Washington D.C. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, you never know. So it's a. But then again, if you're selling a product, if maybe you're not a real estate investor or agent or outside, and you're just selling a product, and nobody you know at all would ever be a client, there's no point to just keep pumping that stuff on your personal page because for the chances are you overdo it a little bit and you uh, friends that will just block you. <laughs> yeah, and that and that would apply to us too. Like as a, a private lending company for real estate investors, such a niche thing. Yeah. Such so few people in the population will ever need a hard money loan in their entire yeah. life. It doesn't make much sense for us to do like all that much targeted stuff. I mean, sure. are, are there things that we're doing in business and stuff like sure. We want, you know, people that we know to be aware of that kind of stuff. But yeah. Like but we're not going to put all these our four posts a day that we do, you know, show no, we need to sh do a business sh shows like this for, yeah. um you know, pictures of houses and stuff like that. Right. We're very selective and, you know, there's logic behind all of this which you know, a lot of folks sometimes don't overthink it, but you know we have logic behind all of our social media in general of what's posted and to follow what that you know social networking platforms for pictures on Instagram, videos on Snapchat, um, interaction with business associates on LinkedIn. So you want to talk a little bit about LinkedIn, like what, which yeah. you know that's. Let me jump into LinkedIn okay. in a second. I just wanted to say one more thing: when people are using their personal page for business-related stuff, is just be sure to mix up your content. And we know some people are really good at that. It'll be some regular stuff, some personal, like some uh, you know, uh, pictures of kids and family vacations, and like just writing your opinion about whatever. And then here and there, a little plug, you know, like Gary Vee says, like that right hook, a little plug about sure. their open house this weekend or a property for sale, or, you know. Yeah. So uh, mi mix it up. Agreed. And and one kind of warning on social in general is that content reaches the world after it's out there. So <laughs> you know if 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 you're if you're trying to hit you know, everybody, and you feel like your service is for everybody, mm. you may not want to go too crazy on like a political rant or, or, or something that could fend the other half of your, your clientele. And Very good point. So it, it's kind of like yeah, com com about it. common sense, but you know, if you're going to go that way on your personal page, maybe you should have a business page, you know, just for your, just for your business. And another, you know, and obviously a few other really good things of having a business page is you can boost posts, you can write ads. Mm -hmm. There's so, the benefit of Facebook compared to most other ad platforms is there's just such a big audience and you have so, they have so much data on their audience. So you can just demo everything out from, demographics everything out from, you know, a city to males, you know, whatever your product is, wherever your service is, if you only want to work in this geographic area, it's very easy to do in Facebook compared to other places. Yep, for sure. Um, okay, you asked about LinkedIn. Let's talk about LinkedIn a little bit because I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence about it currently. Um, are we there and do we put stuff there? Sure, we put stuff everywhere. So at the same time, I don't see as much interaction in the whatever they call the newsfeed, the LinkedIn version of newsfeed. I don't see as much interaction as I used to. I think every message I ever get is spam. I've ever get a real message from somebody on LinkedIn. Like I've I got deal. We, I've, I mean, I've got we've got loan requests on LinkedIn. We've got that turn into requests. deals. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's a small percentage it's, of like just yeah. crap that flies around. I mean, long story short, like people don't necessarily have LinkedIn up on their browser all day long and really spend time interacting with people there. Besides like certain niche stuff, like I know like recruiters and some other people do. Like I, I like LinkedIn and I like there's some of the when they're pulling, they're seeing your name in the news and they're pulling it and it gets emailed out to your connections. Like there's yeah. some there's some real value there. 
but just in in the like basic fundamental of interacting with other people, I don't think it's great. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we've actually, one thing we've gotten good results from LinkedIn is we post some of our articles and our blog posts that we write and we put them on there and regularly be like, hey, I read your blog post on LinkedIn because especially business business folks that are a little bit older, that's, that's their platform that they're on. A lot of them don't have Facebook and that's, you know, I would say 50 plus, they don't, they're not on there and that's where they kind of interact or see what's going on and maybe there's not as much interaction as you think and I, and I agree with that like I've yeah. never chatted with people back and forth on LinkedIn but you know you do go on maybe use the word stalk or you just see what people are up to there's good notifications of this person just started a new job you know right. you, you do research about companies and things like that of how many people work in that organization yeah yeah I didn't mean to like trash LinkedIn or anything yeah. like that I'm just saying it's not like nearly as interactive as Facebook but there, no, there's a lot of good stuff to it and the reportive plug into Gmail and all that like I love that's, seeing that's amazing when doing business with people day to day I love seeing their LinkedIn just to see a little bit about them see a pic see where they went to school see the job yeah, just get the reportive app it's free in the Chrome store or the yeah. wherever the heck yeah, it check is out in, in Gmail sure. um, cool so I think a few things that we that we covered that are really important is Facebook, especially for real estate in general, is number one. Like that that should be that should be number one. Number two, LinkedIn, maybe the interactions, day-to-day interactions isn't great, but there's a lot of good data on a core level. You need to have a built-out profile because people are gonna look you up there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. And and I think probably the number yeah, a, a number three takeaway, which we talk about uh, for real quick, you know, second is maybe creating your own little niche in social in general. Like for instance, you know, we have a friend that loves the Snapchat and her core demo is not Snapchat users because they're older, but she's really good and creative with, you know, her short videos that she's doing. She's creating a following. Maybe for instance, she's not creating a newer following, but her sphere of influence knows that she's on Snapchat and they enjoy watching what she's doing as a real estate yeah. agent and she's doing it. And and like you were saying before, like you, you can really, uh, go deep with people in Snapchat. It's video, it's live, they see what you're up to. Like you really connect with people and people feel like they know you more because they're watching that. And so it's not like the the width, like it's not huge amount of people that you're in front of, but you're going deep with the people Fair. who are watching your stuff. Like some of those people, like I really feel like I know them from watching their snaps. Yeah. It's kind you're of staring right at, you're staring right at them. <laughs> like you're watching a little daily movie of their day-to-day -day life, it's just wild. I mean, yeah. granted, not that many people are like, do it all day long, but some people do. Exactly, so if you're cool with Snapchat, do that. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of followers still on, on Twitter with tweets, Instagram, maybe you're a real estate agent or a real estate investor and you wanna showcase a lot of properties that you did, similar to like Pinterest, things like that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different pros of using all these platforms, uh, but if you're not on social, obviously you need to be, and you know, from our past experience and from a lot of our clients, at least do Facebook. It's number one, and if you don't, let, if you're not the type of person that wants to be on camera or you know want to have pictures of yourself and stuff like that, do a do a business page, right? There's credibility behind that, just like a website. These days, a lot of people are looking on social media websites more than your own website or your social media page instead of just your website. That's just as important, and it's very easy to get a message out instead of having to blog or email an entire database that you would have on your website. You just you just you put a post. Right? It can be a blog post, it can be a blurb, it can be like, hey, we have a discount on this product, whatever the case is. It's very, very, very user-friendly and obviously we highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So quick, yeah, quick little recap, just, just be there, just be present, be professional enough, be yourself, be personal, that's what, you know, uh, social media and marketing stuff has just been moving in that direction. Like we're not just all billboards, we're not just all like, you know, cheesy ads and stuff, like just be yourself and put yourself out there in the right way and good things will happen, for sure. Cool. 
So curious your thoughts on what you believe in your business is the best social media platform and why. If you could comment below, that'd be really appreciative. Maybe we'll do a follow-up on this. You know, we're on Facebook yeah. and we're on a lot of these social media platforms on a regular basis and we see the changes that are occurring. For instance, Facebook Live is now you're able to do on a business page. You couldn't do that a few weeks ago. So it's ever changing and you know, maybe if you tried it a while ago, there's a lot more options now. So as always, like, comment, share, subscribe. And we certainly would appreciate any comments that you have and we'll get, we'll get right back to you. Thanks again.